see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of the library, where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Well, welcome back to In the Stacks with Barry and Latoya. I know it might have been a little while since you've heard us, but uh, how long has it actually been, Latoya? It's been uh, like five years. I think our last show we did in October of 2014. Prior to that, our, our last show had been June of 2013. So it's been five wow. years. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little bit of a space in between shows. Just a little. Only a little. <laughs> but, you know, you know, rebooting shows is, like, all the rage now. You know, like, they brought back, like, Murphy Brown. and Yeah, unfortunately, they canceled it. But, I mean, you know, I Brown. did watch the one season that came back. It wasn't, like, spectacular, so it's fine. But... Yeah, I, I, I have the same opinion. I watched every episode, and it was, eh. <laughs> Yeah. It was, like, a loyalty thing, because I was, like, you know, oh my gosh, it's Murphy Brown. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't happy with, I don't know, it just, it, it didn't feel the same, so. Yeah, I, I love the new character, the, the, the one who was like, uh, I, I guess he, I forget what he said he was, he was pansexual? Or something, oh yeah, yeah, like their IT type person, yeah, yeah. he was. <laughs> yeah, I actually would have liked seeing an entire show based around him, he was interesting. Yeah, that would have been really cool. But yeah, you're right. The The reboots are off and running. I know that I read somewhere or glanced at something saying that TGIF might be coming back in some yeah. more fashion. So I don't know how I feel about that either. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of things have happened since we last did a show. Uh, Donald Trump is now our president. Um, yeah, that know. happened. The whole Me Too movement has happened. So, like, a lot of the things you used to say to me now, LaToya, would be totally inappropriate. I know, really. It's a good thing I didn't start the recording from before we did this official <laughs> recording. Because, yeah, um, I, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I, on Facebook, I did announce that we were coming back. Did you look at what I tagged you in? No, I saw that you tagged me, but I was still working, so I didn't actually look at it yet. So, I'm going to look at it after the show. Uh, okay, well, well, uh, one of our fans, one of our old fans, uh, Derek Ferguson, was very excited to hear that we were coming back. Fantastic. And, yeah, and so I told him, I said, well, you know, you have kind of hit rock bottom since the last time we were, <laughs> and so okay. I was kind of throwing you a lifeline. Got it, got it, yeah. yeah. Try, try. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know that um, we'd also commented, I'd gotten a, received a comment from my brother, who um, is, of course, featured on our, our, uh, our intro. Um, but he said, you know, how can you guys record ITS when you're not in the stacks? And I was like, well, technically, we're still in the stacks, but we're just in our own stacks. That's right. We have stacks of books and stacks of bills. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, in our home offices. So I'm like, that's where my library lives, and that's where we're recording. So that works. And I was thinking, too, you know, it's, 
we last saw each other in 2014. Like we we have not seen each other since January of 2014. No. Yeah, I guess that's, like that's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's like half a decade. Well, yeah, and like on the last show we recorded, you'd even stated something around, you know, oh, I wonder what we'll be doing five years from now. Well, you know, no. now is that time. Now, <laughs> now is that time. Later. <laughs> so yeah. what are you up to now five years later? Well, I, I was thinking, should we tell people what the hell the show is about? Um, sure. I don't even know what it's about anymore. <laughs> well, That's horrible. Go mine, ahead. <laughs> a friend of mine had messaged me today and asked me, so what's this podcast you mentioned about? And I said, well, originally it was, it was called In the Stacks because it was a library-related podcast. We used to work together at the library. Mm -hmm. and I, but it very quickly, I said, kind of devolved into being about anything and everything except the library, right? And, okay. Yeah. And we, we had guests and we had, you know, people who would very diligently listen to the show. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that, that this is just kind of us mostly just kind of shooting the breeze and complaining, right? Yes, yes. Um, about everything library. except for the library. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, since leaving the library, um, you know, I became a financial advisor. I went insane um, and then became a teacher. Um, which, <laughs> well, it's kind of a non-traditional route to teaching because most people... It's very non-traditional, yeah. Right. But I decided to get the insanity out of the way early. And, um, you know, I didn't really like my, uh, my financial advisor career. And um, so some of my teaching friends, they'll be complaining about stuff. And, and I'm like, you know what? The worst day teaching is better than the best day I had at my old job. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm it's like, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm just rolling with it. Well, I'm still pretty much doing the same thing as I was when we last recorded. So I am still self-employed. I am a, I guess you could say I'm an independent business owner, uh, but I am still offering administrative assistance to several clients. Um, and I'm mostly enjoying it. I mean, you know, there are days where, well, I mean, you know, you know me and you know people just annoy me in general yeah. so there are certainly days that I would much rather be doing anything else than what I'm um, working on but um, it does help to, to pay the bills and at the end of the day right now that that's really what matters. <laughs> I have to admit I've never really understood what exactly it is you do for them. Well, in some people's cases, I do their bookkeeping. So like light bookkeeping on QuickBooks Online and stuff, I'll reconcile their accounts and that kind of stuff. And fortunately, there's like additional oversight, like they do have CPAs, but I handle the day to day. Um, in some cases, I establish systems for them. So like if they are not or have not documented their prop processes or have created them, um, I'll go in and like use tools like ClickUp or Asana and document the process and kind of get them to start using um, tools that allow for them to replicate what it is that they do, kind of to systemize what it is that they're doing. Mm -hmm. I also assist with like getting them set up on uh, Google in terms of like um, if they're using G Suite or getting them to use G Suite. I've moved all of my clients to G Suite. Uh, but it's kind of almost a catch-all. 
Um, I'm trying to refine that because there are certain things that I want to be able to spend more time on. There's cer certain certifications that I want to get, like with Asana or G Suite, uh, but I'm still kind of stuck in a lot of the day-to-day -day type tasks. So this year was me starting with establishing a uh, basically a client guide that lays out all of the information about how to reach me, when to reach me, um, the, t the types of things you can expect, uh, the days that I will not be available, <laughs> all of that stuff, because I was still working kind of with the employee-employer mentality. Uh -huh. And so, you know, as an independent contractor, you are the boss. So you can't have the client dictate to you, you know, oh, well, you need to, we're going to have a meeting every single blah, 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 or whatever. It has to be mutually agreed upon. So, um, so yeah, I've been working steadily to revamp the things that, it, that I'm involved in uh, for the purposes of figuring out what it is I really want to do. Because I thought this was it, uh, but I think that maybe it is it, but just not this iteration. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah, it, <laughs> well, I mean, most days it's not too bad. So what has changed is that now my mother actually works with me as well. So in my home office, I actually, there's a desk for her as well. And so she helps me work on one of my client projects. And so she handles a lot of the day-to-day -day stuff. Right. Um, with like making sure that the emails are checked and th meetings get processed and all of that kind of stuff um, so that I can basically work in the way that best suits me where uh, so that means that I don't need to be in email every single day, even though I still seem to find so much time spent in email, but that they're not dependent on me um, on a day to day type of process. Um, I go in and do other things for them that support their day-to-day, -day, but I'm not, you know, on call. Right. Um, that kind of stuff. So so it has been nice having my mom here because she's here most. She's here practically Monday through Friday. And if it wasn't for her coming, I would sleep in a lot more. So, like, she came into work today. So, of course, the day after Independence Day, um, she came in and she was like, the only reason why I made sure I came in was because she knew I would sleep in and not come in the office. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I actually need her. Like, I, otherwise, I'm going to stay in bed. <laughs> so, do you ever have to crack the whip and, you know, like, write up your mom? Yes. I do it all the time. Like, we'll get into these little <laughs> mini arguments. And I will throw her under the bus, like when I'm talking to other family members and stuff about what she does. So, you know, I'll always mess around with her when I'll be kind of working. I'll look over and she's like surfing the net. I'm like, uh, aren't you supposed to be working? What am I paying you for? So, <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's always some, it's always fun banter back and back and forth. And I mean, it really has, I didn't think it would be as rewarding having someone to work with me. Right. And the fact that it's my mom and we're now adults and we don't, you know, I've gotten over that whole teen period of, you know, teen angst and hating your parents and that kind of stuff. So right. I do enjoy her being here and she's really awesome. She brings me like fruits every morning cut up. So she brings me my breakfast. So I can't really complain. <laughs> okay. Well, if you, teaching, oh, sorry, go ahead. if you hear me drinking anything, it's because I'm hitting the sauce pretty hard tonight. Oh. Uh, yeah, I've got some uh, some Yoohoo chocolate drink. <laughs> and uh, 
I'm on my second can, so. All right, yeah, you gotta you gotta throttle that back a little bit. I know, I know, but you know that I I am I am living the bachelor life now, so. Okay. Yeah, so you know, you who whenever I damn well want. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of living a bachelorette kind of life. I mean, Kay is. I mean, I'm still married to Kay, uh, but Kay is a truck driver now, so he's mostly but, on the road. For those of you who who might remember Kenrick, um, you know, a lot of you, I'm sure, thought that he was actually just a fictional character, just kind of a <laughs> Kramer on Seinfeld or something, you know, but, but he had this, right? And um, how many jobs has he had since our last show? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, oh, that, that, that makes my head hurt. I don't know. Um, but right now, he is working as a truck driver, and... Um, He's, I mean, he seems to enjoy it. We don't really like, we've realized that we don't really like when he's gone um, for extended periods. Um, but right now he mostly comes home on the weekends or weekend adjacent. So like, I think this weekend he may actually come in on Sunday <laughs> instead of on, you know, like today or tomorrow. Um, right. But yeah, that's what he's doing now. So during the, for the most part, I live by myself, you know, he only comes for the weekends and he's out again. So, um, so yeah, I'm living my own little mini bachelorette life. <laughs> well, since I, since I moved out on my own, um, I have moved technology wise, I think into like 2009, 2010. Yeah. Uh, well, you went backwards a little bit. I think you said you got a new PC or something, a, a laptop. And I was like, well, what? yeah, I had, you know, I had, um, a, um, MacBook that was a uh, a generous gift uh, from the my old job, and um, <laughs> I left that for Julian, right, my son, because okay. uh, he was using it a lot for to play games on, and um, so then I got over here and I was like, well, I don't have anything to like write on um, because I have like a, a school laptop, but I don't use that for personal things, you know, and. Um, so I ended up uh, getting a Dell laptop, um, and you know it's been it's been okay. The only thing that I really dislike is it feels like it takes like seventy five minutes to boot up. Um, oh my gosh! I know that's not the case. I mean, I know it's really only like two three minutes, but it feels so slow because when I would turn on my MacBook, it's like boom, it's ready to go. Right. Right. And, on and it feels like it's coming on in like pieces <laughs> oh this is there but then not, oh don't don't go and try to get on the web until that goes away oh my gosh you know and so julian um when he was over here for the first time using it and uh and he turned it on and he was like I was like what's going on i think it's not working right i said no that's the way it works he's like, oh. he's like no nothing's like working i said just wait a minute you know and he's like clicking yeah stop it just stop it you know yep. course, you know it, they ended up like seven browser tabs open and all this stuff and, uh, and i said no this is just the way it works it's a windows machine oh jeez. Uh, but i you know it's 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 bigger than i expected to because mm -hmm. you know I, I guess i mean it's got like a 15 inch screen and um i don't know why i i it, it it's so heavy it's yep huge. And um, I, for some reason, I thought it would be lighter. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so you what it, ordered it online or? Yeah, I just ordered it off of Amazon. 
Oh, okay, okay. Because at first yeah, I, I was like, know. did you get like one of those Walmart laptops or whatever? But yeah, I mean, the specs on a lot of those, yeah, the processing power is not quite where it needs to be. Well, I paid to like have the, the RAM boosted and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, but not to like the highest levels because I'm not video gaming on this, you know. Okay. I use it to, I use everything through Google. And mm -hmm. so I'm like writing in Google Docs and stuff and, um, you know, hanging out on Facebook and, uh, and, and apparently, you know, podcasting with you. And, right, apparently. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, this, this is probably the most intensive thing I've done with the laptop. Oh, okay. All right. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's fine for me, you know. Um, What's funny is that the, you know, your, your gift, your, your laptop gift, I also had one and I absolutely hate using it now because it's really starting to show its age. So yeah. I'm going to have to start to, you know, but then again, I'm guilty of having a lot of processes boot up when mm -hmm. I start up the computer. So I'm going to have to knock all of those off just to be able to use it for, because ultimately that's what I'm going to use it for is just for uh, internet use at yeah. this point. Um, because yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's time, but I have, I don't have any money to buy a new one and I'm like, it'll yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I looked into getting maybe a new MacBook. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I looked you at how expensive they were, <laughs> yeah. you know, because like this thing I thought was really expensive. This thing was like $600, right? Oh, no, that is not expensive. <laughs> well, you know, living, living on, you know, Barry's bachelor salary here, <laughs> you know, it was, it's not, uh, you know, $600. That's like, damn. Okay. Right. Right. But then when I was looking at like the MacBooks, $600 is not even like a down payment. Nope. I mean, you could like maybe get like a Mac mini and not even a great one at that for $600, but you certainly aren't getting a laptop or anything for 600. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, see, I'm so spoiled though, that because I'm so addicted to, or so used to Apple products, mm -hmm. even though some of my stuff is now older, I refuse to like, I'm like, these are, I'm just going to use it till it's dead. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have anybody to buy a new one. So I, yes, I still have all Apple stuff, but whereas in the past I would change stuff out a lot more frequently, I haven't gotten a new thing or like a new computer. Last com The computer I have right now, um, which is my iMac, I got in 2015. Mm. So yeah. And so it's, it's really starting to show its age in some ways. Like I do need to add more. I need to uh, push up the RAM on it. It can go to 32, but it's at 16 right now. However, it's one of the ones that's the enclosed um, iMac. So you have to take it to the Mac, the Apple store to do it. Yeah. And then to upgrade it, it's going to cost probably four or $500 to add the RAM to it. So um, my, my savings fund hasn't quite gotten there yet or started yeah. for that matter. So, so yeah, but, um, I'm still very much into technology. My, in my office, I've got my iMac plus two monitors. So I have to work with three. If I work with like on a laptop, I get very easily annoyed because I don't have enough real estate because I'm in so many different things and, you know, I'll throw a window here and there. But, but yeah, I'm still living my Apple life. 
Wow. <laughs> Although I still don't actually, you know, I know that they still have like Apple events and all that. I couldn't even tell you the last time I watched one because I didn't want to, I don't want to be watching something that I know I can't afford to get. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not even going to tempt myself. Huh? What phone do you have? I still have the 6S. That's what I have. Um, I, yeah, I did not upgrade because um, I actually switched from AT&T to Xfinity because I have Xfinity for my internet. And so my bill, basically my phone bill a month is like $12 because I um, had the 6S and 6S was the, one of the only ones in the older generation that you could bring over to that company, to, to Xfinity. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I don't pay access fees, you know, whereas like with AT&T, you have like an access fee plus blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah. with Xfinity, they don't charge you that. The only thing they charge you for is data if you use it. And so for me, I do buy the gig, which is like uh, 12 bucks a month kind of thing. And then like Kenrick on his, we have unlimited since he's all over the place and he's not on Wi-Fi very often. And that's only $45. So... Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we went from a bill that was like 200 and something dollars down to, you know, less than a hundred dollars. Um, I need to let you look at my bill because I, 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 I have Julian's phone and his iPad on it. It's like $220 a month. No, no, no. Are you, are you still on AT&T? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, who do you have for your cable or your internet and stuff like that? Uh, Windstream is my internet. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting you live in like the back back country. So yeah. Right. <laughs> back country. I mean it's Windstream. It's like up here, up in our parts in Covington. No one knows anything about Windstream. <laughs> up in the rarefied air of <laughs> Yeah, we're we're all about the big names, the AT and T's and the the Comcast and all of that stuff. So we don't well, do that people. <laughs> Well, when I was gonna when I was gonna mention that I was moving to take 2009 technology, I was actually referring to the fact that I'm now streaming on my TV. That is cool. I actually, yeah. wow. Yeah, I got That's- me because uh, I don't have cable now. Mm-hmm. I got um, uh, you know, a Fire Stick, and I downloaded all these different apps on it, and um, so I, I watch Netflix and. Um, you know, Prime Video, and I watch uh, HBO, and Hulu, and <laughs> NBC Sports, and all this different stuff. It's like awesome. It's like I don't know how I survived without this. Well, it's funny because, I mean, I still have cable, of course, because I still like having my premium channels, and there's a whole bunch of stuff that I still actually watch. But I don't watch anything in real time, and I do spend most of my time streaming. So most of the time, I'm either watching, you know, I'm either using my Amazon Prime Video uh, subscri- subscription or Netflix. I, I just let the with the regular TV. It's just there, like the DVR is there to record the shows I watch, and that's it. But nine times out of ten, if I'm watching something, yeah, it's it's on Netflix or Amazon. Well, I, I, for a while there, I was really bitching about CBS All Access because, you know, I love Star Trek. And when they came out with this new show, Discovery, you know, it's a All Access um, exclusive. exclusive. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, well, I'm not going to pay for any damn thing once, you know, just to watch Star Trek, blah, blah, blah. And, um, but then once I got the, the Fire Stick, you know, of course, one of the first things I got, I was like, I might as well get it at CBS All Access. And um, that app is pretty darn amazing. Because 
Uh, it has like a live TV function. Okay. You know, I can actually watch my local CBS station live. Yeah. So like, I, cause at first I was like, well, you know, I won't have any local stations, you know, and stuff, but no, I have, I have channel 13, which, you know, here in the backwoods where I am, <laughs> channel, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I watched, uh, I watched big brother on it, you know, right. so I it live. So I don't even have to wait till the next day for it to stream. Right. And, but then I well, missed kind of old school, isn't it? Cause you're like having to watch it when it actually comes on. Right. If you're going to do it live. Yeah, but then I don't have to worry about spoilers and stuff, right? True. Live, right? And so then, the, but like the other day, I missed an episode, right? So mm-hmm. I waited the next morning at like 8 a.m. It was already up there, right? Right. They had all the commercials cut out. It was awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, I stopped. So I know that when we last recorded, I was still watching Big Brother. And I think that that was the season once it ended, I stopped watching it. Um, but I know you've continued to watch, and I've apparently, according to you, missed some really great stuff over the past couple of years. Yeah, there have been some great seasons. I even watched the two uh, celebrity seasons, um, and they were pretty decent, but they're, they're a different animal. Um, right, right. That's true. But, I mean, I've, I've, I still enjoy it. It's probably the only reality show, really, I watch, except for The Masked Singer. Do you actually, do you seriously watch that? Yeah, I watched it last season. And I tell you, from the first damn episode, right, mm-hmm. I was telling my, uh, my life partner at the time, right, mm-hmm. I told her, I said, you know, that, that peacock, that is Donny Osmond. Mm-hmm. Right? And, she, and she went back and forth about believing me, right, because she was like, well, he's like 60 years old. He can't move that way. I said, yes, he can. <laughs> And so I was like, you know, after every episode we were watching, I would like show her videos of, you know, him performing. And I said, that is him. Look at that. that is, yeah. And it turned out it was him. Um, well, it's funny because, I mean, like I said, I certainly didn't watch it, but I do. I, this, I play this game every day, this word, um, uh, word search or not, not word search, a crosswords game every day that is all about like pop culture stuff. So uh, recently the puzzle was about that show so I of course you know knew or got to see who the different people who were on it and yeah so when you said Donny Osmond I was like oh yeah he was the clue on one of them yeah yeah that was a good show I mean it was so they renew it yeah oh yeah it was like one of the highest rated shows on Fox last season Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I, yeah, no, I've see, I'm kind of like out of the whole music game now with music in general, as well as just do and doing any of the, um, the shows on TV. So, I mean, I stopped watching idol, of course, Kay still watches it, but I'm like, I'm not watching that crap with you. Um, although I do like Luke Bryan, so I will occasionally watch him. And, um, the only one I watch right now is The Voice, but I don't know how I feel now that I know that Adam is not going to be there anymore. It's kind of weird. Yeah, you, would to, you would expect to see Adam and Blake. That's just, you know, it's a given. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually prefer it a lot better to to American Idol. Um, and I don't know if it's because, like, for me, it's newer. And so, you know, we'd watched American Idol for so many seasons. And right. I just burned out on it. Um, so with the voice, it's just different for me. And I do like their banter, but um, I don't like religiously watch it. It's not one of the, it's like 
Kay records it. If I happen to see it, cool. If I don't, that's fine. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I think I'm, and and yeah, I'm burned out on that type of. The only music show I watched recently was, you know, X Factor is still going on in the UK, and right, um, right. Last season, Robbie Williams, you know, uh, blessed be his name, was <laughs> one of the judges. Him and his wife. And wow. They rerun. They reran those the night after they ran in England. They would rerun it on uh, FX. Okay. And um, so I would watch it on there, and um, I watched that whole season. And uh, wow. yeah, and and but a lot of times though, honestly, I would actually mute the performances and stuff, and then unmute it when the judges would talk because I was really yeah. You know, <laughs> That's all you were interested. <laughs> yeah, and, and for a while there, in the middle there, he had to go. He went away to do some shows and mm -hmm. like, you know, Clive Davis came and took his place for like three episodes. I didn't watch oh. that. Okay. Oh, of course. I just skipped it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but I mean, I, that, I, I guess that counts as a music show I was watching, but um, yes, it, it does count. Yeah. But he's not coming back as the judge this year. So I won't be watching. Well, I mean, what is it? I thought you, I think, didn't you share an article with me recently or something where he wants to like, he actually now wants to be big in the U.S.? Yeah, you know, he's, um, I'd always said that if he came to the U.S., I was going. And right, yes. And I said summer, I would go with you. <laughs> yeah. This summer, he's done a whole residency in Vegas and sold out, like, record time and all this kind of stuff. Oh, my gosh. I had a, I had a few things going on this summer. And, um, yeah. So I, I didn't go. But supposedly it, it went well enough that they're talking about either him coming back again to do more shows in Vegas or possibly even doing a mini tour in the U S that um, would be awesome. Yeah. I would love it if he would come as close as Atlanta, but I doubt it. I think he, they're talking about mainly cities like LA, New York, oh, like West coast. Of, oh, well, but I mean, generally speaking, speaking now, if they do make it out to the East coast and if they hit Atlanta, they will generally hit, I mean, sorry, if they hit New York, they'll generally hit Atlanta or for whatever reason, sometimes they'll do, it's like weird when they're like, oh, they do Birmingham, Alabama. It's like, what? Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 hey, it's still on. If he comes out this way, I'm totally going with you. <laughs> I would totally yeah. go. Well, I heard the first few shows he did in Vegas because he wasn't sure how many people really would know him. Um, mm -hmm. He only did like three or four of his songs and the rest of it was like his swing stuff. But uh, oh. like angels and feeling stuff, so many people were singing along with it that when he did his second set of shows, the ones that just ended, it was yeah. pretty much like a Robbie concert. And yeah, uh, I would totally want to go to a Robbie concert. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would. I mean, you know, I would. I know you'd scream like a little schoolgirl. I mean, it I would. would. I would. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be willing to 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 debase myself to get those backstage passes. <laughs> no, you would. Shoot. Oh my gosh. That would be hilarious. Because you would be so into it. Like you'd have on your Robbie t-shirt. Oh, yeah. You'd sing along to every song. You would have like tears in your eyes. You'd be like, oh my God, I'm actually here. With well, Robbie. you know, and a lot of people, they don't realize that Robbie writes his music for me. Um, yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, he, he is the soundtrack of your life. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of times when I listen to stuff, uh, you know, it's like, oh, man, that is so much me, you know. It, 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 it makes me uncomfortable that other people can listen to that song. 
but that is all about me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Rob, I, yeah, I, I enjoy Robbie. The problem now that we're not working together, like on you know day to day basis, kind of thing, is that I honestly I don't like new music unless I happen to turn on my Alexa app um, in the office or um, listen to the radio when I'm so infrequently on the road. Um, that's the only time I hear any new music or that I'm exposed to any new music. So well, I never listen to the radio anymore, um, but I listen to Spotify. And yeah. so the only real, there are two places I get new music from. One is every week they give me like a, they create a playlist for me of things they'll think I like. Yeah. And I always listen to that on Monday and it's usually like half stuff that they already know I like. And then the other half is like stuff that's they think I might like. And right. usually I will discover things that way. Um, and the other thing is, of course, you know, I play music in my class a lot with the kids. Oh, okay. Um, so like when they're writing or working on in groups or whatever, I'll turn on the music. And so a lot of times I'll end up taking requests mm -hmm. and, you know, of course a lot of what they like is like hip hop and rap and stuff. stuff. Right. Every now and then there'll be something they like that it's like, Hey, I actually like that. You know, right. okay. like uh, there was a Mary J Blige song. I think it's called family affair. Yeah. Uh, that's like an old song. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that song. You yeah, know? it's an awesome song. One of the kids liked it, but I mean, I play that thing all the time. And um, <laughs> there's a group called, uh, or a guy called Zed. It's like, I want to be your man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that I, song's, I think, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so the funny thing is, though, is that, you know, like one class will like introduce me to that song, right? Mm -hmm. The effect I'll have on that class. Then like the next class, I'll just like slip that into my mix, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, Mr. Reese, you like this <laughs> Yeah, me and Zed go way back, <laughs> you know, and they all think like, I'm like, you know, really cool, you know, right, I just, right. five minutes ago, you know, but it's, oh really my gosh, so, but yeah, yeah. So the station I listen to, and I mean, I listen to the radio station on my um, dot as well, um, but I don't do it, ne I don't necessarily do it every single day, but the thing is, it's, um, it's B98.5, and it's the whole, you know, the station is like 80s, 90s, and now. Well, I mean, the, I listen to it because of the vast majority of the songs on there. I know, you know. Um, and then, yeah, when they do slip in some new stuff, that's the only way that I know there's, music, there's new music out there. Because I used to do Spotify, and I'm like, I'm not paying for that. And then I went down this whole rabbit hole of, okay, should I do Spotify or should I go back to Apple Music? Because I tried it for, you know, the trial period. And I'm like, I don't want to pay for either one of them. So um, I guess I'll just do my free station for now. But I did I, enjoy using Spotify. It was fun. I love Spotify because I can listen to it in the car or whenever. I'll just you know, plug my phone in. And um, I like their mixes. Like, I, I remember yeah. using it for, like, they had, like, different workout mixes and that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. And, and so, and then, like, was it your moods? You could do yeah. stuff for different moods. So, yeah. I, like I said, I enjoyed it. But I'm not paying for it. <laughs> well, sometimes you know, I can just search for stuff for, like, the kids. I can search for, like, you know, oh, clean R&B hits. Right, right. Like, you know, clean, you know, classic R&B 90s or whatever, you know. 
which they think of that stuff as like stuff their parents listen to. You know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm starting to feel really old at this point. Like I remember making fun of you and Kel all the time, mostly Kel for being old, <laughs> you know, yeah. when we're working together. But now I'm like, we just celebrated my brother's 37th birthday. And I'm like, I just, when my mom, when he, my mom brought out the cake with the, the candle on it, the 37, and I was like, this just, it just, I don't know. It just, I felt really weird. It was just, oh, because I mean, obviously I'm older than my brother, but, but just by 18 months. So, you know, right now we're like a year apart because I'm 38, but I'll be 39 in December. But I can't believe how much time has passed and how old I'm getting like I'm so gray and stuff my hair is just oh I just I hate it I hate it <laughs> well I mean it's just it's weird like when I when I talk about like 9-11 with the kids mm-hmm. none of them were alive oh my gosh yeah that, I mean, that's and even the ones that were born like in, in 2001 or 2002 I mean they don't remember it right oh my gosh you know I mean it's literally something that you know, was before their time. Yeah, um, and that that's so weird to me. That is insane to me. You know, it, it is qu- weird how quickly things pass. Like, for instance, in my classrooms, uh, when I ask them how many of you have seen the Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, no more than three or four hands go up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and, I mean, those were things that you would think everybody would yes. see. Everybody yes. did see them until a certain point. And yeah. then Oh no, you know, I actually had a kid tell me, he was asking me, was I going to go see Endgame? And I said, yeah. And he said, you know how long it is? I said, well, it's not that long. I said, you know, like the Lord of the Rings movies were all longer than that. And yeah. He said, yeah. He says, my dad used to go see those things. Oh, and, and I'm like, you're like a freaking senior. Oh my gosh. You know, I mean, oh, it's Oh, and see, I mean, and in those cases too, it just seems like yesterday. Because when you say Lord of the Rings movie, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that couldn't have been that long ago. No, it was definitely that long ago. Um, yeah, that is insane to me. And I, yeah, I would feel even older, I think, if I was a teacher. <laughs> so. no, I do, and I'm glad that I hear other people saying this kind of thing, because otherwise, I think it was just me. But when I hear 20 years ago, mm-hmm. that's 80. Yeah, it, yeah, I, I, yes, it seems like, yeah, for real, like, I have to tell myself, no, wait, that's 40 years ago. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that makes it even worse, and, like, I feel, like, really, like, very much like a dinosaur, because, again, my frame of reference in terms of, like, pop culture stuff, movies, music, goes back to, it gets really strong from the 50s forward, so the fact yeah. that the 50s is so long ago now that I just, yeah, it's insane to me. It is so insane. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I guess, you know, that's that's the way it is. That's how life is. But um, I recently said to someone on Facebook, because I have this thing now that I do on Facebook where it's like my random act of kindness every day. So I'll send um, a one of my Facebook friends a message and it'll be my opportunity to kind of talk about maybe, oh, you know, remember when, blah, blah, blah. And so I was telling one of them in my message that um, I'm at the point now, I'm at the age now where I can really identify with, um, the you know, when they say that um, youth is wasted on the young. 
because I'm like, oh, if I knew all this crap just 10 years ago or 20 years ago, so, you know, life would have been so much better. I, I could have, you know, avoided so much of this crap. But it's, yeah, it's so sad. But I, I feel like, you know, I think I'm starting to feel like, oh, no, the best of life is starting to, you know, be in the rear view, rear view mirror. And it's, I don't know. I mean, I know maybe I'm just... It, it's it's not necessarily, but I mean, you know, I'm like next year it I'll is. be forty. It is. <laughs> Thanks. It's so <laughs> but yeah, the the thought of me being me saying that I'm forty, it it just because I mean I actually have to consciously think about it. If someone asks me how old I am, because I just don't think about it, I yeah. have to stop and think. Um, and when I say the number, I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> you know <laughs> so I'm like because in a sense I'm like I wish this was my 20s because you know again I know so much more now um and my I would have been able to enjoy it more but yeah it's insane so yes I'm feeling super old so okay so I'm 38 uh, how old are you now uh, I turned 47 in November holy crap uh, no you're seriously you're almost 50 I'm I'm closing it on 50 yeah Holy crap. Oh, that is. You know, and my son, you know, he turns 13 in September. That's insane. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm going to have to think on that for a while. That is, that is just crazy to me. Because, like, for me, it feels like I feel as though my parents just turned 50. So, when for you to say that, you know, you're about to 50, turn 50, then again, it, they didn't just turn 50. My mom will be. 60 next year but um, yeah it's just time just I, oof, I don't know well, and you know I, I my hair is like completely silver now I guess yeah it's that I guess because people will comment on my my having white hair right mm -hmm. um, when I look in the mirror I don't see it <laughs> and I know that sounds crazy right but when I yeah. look at it, it still looks brown Right. Which I don't know if that means that I'm insane or I have a really good, you know, self-image. Self Maybe but, it's a little of both. <laughs> but like when I go get my hair cut, right, mm -hmm. every time, right, I'm like, where the hell is all this gray hair coming from? <laughs> all the hair. That's, that's the only time you notice it. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's like right there. It's like all this white hair, right? Right. Like if I went and looked in the mirror right now, I don't look old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the kids, the, the, the high school kids, you know, of course they have no real, you know, idea about age. So right, right. occasionally I'll have a kid who's like, you know, how old are you? Like 70? You're like, no. Right? Holy crap. Seriously? Most time, but most of the time when they ask how old I am and I tell them I'm, you know, 46, they're like, you're almost 50? And I said, yeah. And they say, you know, you don't look that way. I thought you were like in your 30s. I'm like, oh. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you, know you, you good, but, um, but I mean, they, they just don't have any idea, you know? Right, right. I, I had this one student this past uh, semester who asked me, did I dye my hair this color? Because you would deliberately do that to your hair? I mean, well, I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of young people now, young girls, they'll like dye their hair this like silver kind of white. You know, so it's like they, I don't know, it makes them look like they're, you know, they have like 70-year-old hair. 
Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I would have to leave the house to really know that. And, you know, yeah, I don't sure. really do that. Well, trust me, some of them do, right? And, uh, yeah. and so apparently it's like cool right now, right? And so he actually thought that I was dyeing my hair this way. And I was like, no, wow. it's just natural. Yep, naturally like this. Because, yeah, my hair now, even when I look at the, like, one of the last pictures you and I took together, and I had a little bit of gray there, and then now I'm like, you know, my whole head is like salt and pepper kind of thing. I'm like, where did the time go? Because, you know, and I mean, I still blame my husband for having so many gray hairs because he doesn't have any. He is, you know, 18 years older than me and has no gray hair, and I have all the gray hair. So, you sure he's not dying? No, I would know. <laughs> I would have to pay for it soon. Um, but no, it just, it's, you know, I guess he has some really, really good Trinidadian genes, but, but yeah, I am like salt and pepper now. And it's, it's, I, I don't know. It's scary. And I know we're veering towards like the mature side of uh, the conversation here, but I mean, what about like, uh, like the carpet? I mean, is this carpet? Uh, is it, you know, salty? Nope. It's dark. <laughs> so, you know, I just, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. So it's super jealous, obviously, um, without getting into too much of our, our self-grooming habits. Yes, it is annoying to see that he has no gray hairs, and I do. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so we were supposed to record the show yesterday, and I completely blew you off for my family, um, yeah, yeah. but I... I still intend to actually call the show what you had um, tagged it, which is Batoya making America great again. So I wanted to circle back to Trump briefly, <laughs> really only briefly, because he he has single-handedly made it so that I just don't I don't pay attention to the news. I don't listen to the news because every news cycle has something that he's done that is stupid, and. Yeah. It, it causes me so much stress. So like, I remember back with the 2016 election and you know, all of us thinking, well, this will never happen. Right. And yeah. then it did, you know, cause I literally was here in my office, had the TV on. Cause I, you know, I like when it's um, election day to have, you know, that stuff on. And I, I don't know. I felt like I literally felt like the world was going to end. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. Not even. And I know that for weeks on end or even months, people were just, I mean, I would like to believe intelligent individuals were just depressed. I mean, it was just because, yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand it at all. I, I still don't understand it. Yeah. And I'm like, as much as I'd like to believe that, oh, well, with this, this upcoming election, it will be better. I'm like, you know what? We may end up with him again. Because yeah. it was like, for so many Democrats to be in the race, like my, um, someone asked me, oh, did you watch the, 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 um, the debate? I'm like, what for? There's like 40 people in the race. Why? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm like, when it gets down to them having, you know, whittled down to however many. 16. Because I've already, I already pretty much know who I'm voting for. So I'm like, you know, other people can say whatever they want or whatever. But I just think that this, with having so many in the field, is not helping matters any going into 2020. I mean, it makes it makes Democrats look like they don't, you know, <laughs> they can't decide on anything because everybody's running. <laughs> yeah. So you've already picked your candidate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, so I'm going to likely vote for, um, again, depending on who ends up on the ballot, I'll either vote for, for um, Bernie again or I'll be voting for Elizabeth Warren. Okay. So. I'll definitely probably be voting for the Democrat. Uh, well, yes, yes. But, uh, yeah, I guess pro at this point my favorite is probably Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do wonder if somehow, if sometimes though she is, I love how fiery she is, mm -hmm. but I wonder if sometimes if, if she wouldn't turn off some people. I think, you know, cause I think a, a, a few things happened with Trump. One is I think that he was able to appeal to a lot of white people who are afraid of losing their status. And I think that he appealed to a lot of people who didn't want a bossy woman telling them what to do. And I'm afraid that the people who were turned off by Hillary will be equally turned off by Elizabeth Warren. Well, I hope that it's, that it's not equal because I mean, you know, obviously with, with Hillary, there was a lot of just, just a lot of baggage there. Um, yeah. But with, with Elizabeth, I don't feel that same sense of baggage. Um, and I mean, I, I personally like Elizabeth better, like uh, me voting for Hillary in the end wasn't because I wanted to vote for Hillary. It was because I was certainly not going to vote for Trump. And I wanted, like, if it was between those two people, I wanted her in office over him. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, I, I'm hoping that Elizabeth actually does get the, uh, the nomination, um, but I do hope that the the um, the pool of people starts to whittle really quickly so that the conversation can be, you know, really strong versus, oh, you know, um, candidate number seven <laughs> is saying whatever. So, um, but I am, again, I am after 2016, I'm like, I'm not hopeful for anything with 2020 because yeah. of the fact that he's still in office and he was even elected. I just, I'm like, I, I've always felt, and I've told you before, I feel like my president needs to be more intelligent than I am. Yes. And this person is not, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, mm -mm, mm -mm. And I, I've, I've told the kids sometimes too, because, you know, there's so much white nationalism now, you know, we've had Nazis marching in Charlottesville and all this stuff. And, and um, when, for a long time, I really thought things were getting better. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, you know, we still had a lot of racism. We still had a lot of room to improve, but I felt that in the time that I had been alive, that race relations had overall gotten better. Absolutely, yeah. The national the the national narrative when it came to um, race was. I mean, I didn't even really think about it when Obama was in my office. But then again, I think that my view of it is different since I finally saw someone in the office who was of color. But mm -hmm. I just I didn't see it as much, even with us living in the South. Yeah. But it. But I was more acutely aware of it when when Trump became president. Well, now I think. Maybe I was naive. Maybe I thought it was getting better. But maybe those people were still there in the same numbers. They had just, they were afraid to say their racist thing. And now yeah. they're not afraid anymore. 
You know, they, like they might be right in March and do all these things. And if you had told me when I was 10 years old that people would be marching in broad daylight down American cities with swastikas mm-hmm. and the president of the United States would say that there are good people on both sides mm-hmm. would never have believed you. Mm-mm. I mean, everything that he says, I have never been able to, I mean, I would never have thought that anyone in that position would say. Yeah. Um, You know, I know that for individuals who are pro-Trump, they appreciate him being um, so down to earth. And I'm like, well, his being down to earth is because he's not very intelligent. But um, I, it it just, it scares me. It it scared me, especially right after he was elected, because yeah, I did feel like there was this racial divide. Um, And maybe it, maybe I don't feel it as much anymore because I don't listen to the news or (laughs) on the news. Huh? And you don't leave your house. Right, basically. So I'm feeling a lot more cocooned and safe. But I am, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fearful of what 2020 will bring, especially mm-hmm. given everything that has come out about Trump and the fact that there's still so many people that are so are ardent fans of his. Yeah. And I'm like, with the Mueller report, you know, and so, okay, I, I'm lying when I say I don't get any news. I like to get my news satirically. So I um, avidly watch John, um, John Oliver. He is my favorite. So, and then I will sometimes watch Trevor Noah, but that's the only way I can digest it. And the only reason why I like watching it is because it's not all about Trump. So, you know, they, they'll do some bigger, harder issues, some really in-depth stuff. But I just, I, I feel like if I listen to him, I feel dumber. Um, I start to feel... I don't know. I just, yeah, it's a very division or decisive type of, it's uncomfortable. It really is uncomfortable. So I just don't think about him. Yeah. Um, And I avoid the headlines and I hate that I do, but I, I mean, I don't, every, every time I go online and see anything in the news, Trump is in the headlines. I'm like, I know that, you know, he's our president and stuff, but I don't need to see you every day. I really don't. (laughs) So, I just, you know, all this stuff with, I guess, with King, Kim Jong-un, and I just, I'm like, I, I can't. I, you know, I'm like, I have enough in my life to stress me out. I don't, I don't need the, the president and his shenanigans to stress me out as well. But well, and I am careful. When a, when a president is accused of rape by somebody and, and his response is, oh, she's not my type. Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody accused me of rape, I would... I would be like, you know, oh, God, no, I would never do that, blah, blah, blah. My reaction wouldn't be, well, you know, I don't, she's not my type. Well, if he had well my, his decorum or lack thereof, it just, yeah. it, he has just no tact. And, you know, because I'm like, I don't expect you to go up there and be fake and just talk, you know, just speak as if you're intelligent, even if you're not saying anything. But I do expect for you to be, I mean... <laughs> a decent human being and I feel like Trump is not that like on a just a you and me kind of level he's just not a nice person he has these prejudices he's obviously not afraid to talk to 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 tell you them 
Um, and it makes me feel very uncomfortable. So, I mean, yeah, at, you know, I, again, don't think about him much, but there were periods when I would go to sleep at night and be very concerned. Are we going to be at war the next day? Are we, you know, and I think recently he, he basically walked up to the line of putting us in another war and then was like, oh, no, I rethought it. I just, I, I, I don't know how it happened in 2016. I'm hoping it doesn't happen in 2020. Well, I, did, I am afraid that if he thinks he might lose, he would do something like that right before the election, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, he's basically, I mean, he's already intimated that he might not accept it if he lost, you know. Because, I mean, wasn't he surprised when he won it the first time? So, because he was just, what, apparently doing it to, to do it. But yeah. I, I, I can't. I'm... I just can't. And I mean, like I said, I hate that because I would like to know more stuff that's happening on the national scene, but it is just all about Trump and his missteps and his, him being uninformed. Um, and I, I just can't do it. I yeah. don't understand. And I still do not fully understand how intelligent individuals can be so swayed by anything that he says i mean the lack of vocabulary for one but i mean he just i and then you know i know their argument is like well i i only listen to you know left-wing type of stuff and it's funny when they say conservative i always think that conservatives are far from being conservative like in my mind i'm like that's not being conservative that's not a conservative conservative yeah, it seems extreme to me, right? And I'm like, I know that I tend to fall a little more like democratic socialist in my views. I will go a little bit on the socialist side on, on certain things, but I just, yeah, I see, I, I mean, Trump is just this, a, an outlier, a, an, an outlier, and the fact that there are other countries in the world whose individuals that are going into politics are trying to emulate him or just do naturally it's it's just insane to me um so so yes i get my news from john oliver that's how i prefer my news um <laughs> with a chaser so but but yeah so i mean it, it's going to be interesting and see part of the reason too why i wasn't even interested in watching the debates i'm like the, they make these presidential cycles so much longer than they should be you know, I'm like, please don't start two years before the election, you know, or just, you know what I mean? It just, it's too much. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so, so yeah. I watch John Oliver. Um, I also get my news from, I, I read ABC News because um, I like their website. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And I read uh, Huffington Post. Um, those, are, those are my main news sites. Although I also sometimes um, just will go to Yahoo's page and like scroll through it. Um, but a lot of that stuff isn't really news. It's like, you know, info. Yeah. But, um, no, and, like I listened to on my dot, one of, I, I know it's not called a flash briefing anymore, but you know, you can actually kind of build on the back end in, in Amazon. You can put in like the different things you want to hear. So like yeah. in my flash briefing, I had, I think I had the AP news on there. I had history.com, you know, so I did get a mix of stuff. But again, it was just, I was like, I, I can't, I, it was, too, I, I wanted for there to be a news cycle that did not involve the, the president. And mm. <laughs> so, so I'm like, could, can I please filter it so I could just be like, no, Trump, <laughs> take that out. 
Um, obviously I can't. So I don't listen to the news as much because I just, I'm like, I, it, it stresses me out. It does. I just yeah. went to Canada recently and I was like, Ooh, I totally move here. <laughs> so, um, at least move to Montreal. I love Montreal. I'd never been before. So, um, I, you know, I've been to Toronto several times, but I was just, you know, it was interesting watching their news and how polite they are. And, you know, just, it just, I don't know. I, I was obviously drinking the Canadian Kool-Aid at that point, but. No, I mean, I, although Canada has their own nationalist problems, but right, I, right. I mean, I love Trudeau. I have, I have Canadian friends on Facebook who aren't Trudeau fans, but I love him. And yeah, uh, I do too. And, you know, I went to Victoria several years ago in British Columbia, mm -hmm. and um, I loved it there. I mean, it, it felt it, it felt so nice, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It beautiful, and the people were nice. And um, I, I have to admit, I was one of those folks who, after Trump was elected, I was like, you know, how, how easy is it to get citizens? Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and unfortunately, it's not as easy as I would like. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'd love to live in Canada. Well, we, um, so when we went, we flew into Montreal and then we went to Toronto a couple of days later. So we stayed a couple of days in each. Um, so we actually took the train from Montreal to, um, to Toronto and it was like a five hour, hour trip or something, but mm -hmm. just being on the, cause I had not been on a train since like the early nineties maybe. Um, and I mean, it's just, a, it's, for them, it's just like a regular occurrence, a, commu a commuter type train. But it was just seeing Canada in that way. And I mean, it was just, you know, like so much, just so much land that wasn't developed and that were, was protected. And, you know, it just, I don't know, it was a very different feel from being in the U.S. But I also know um, my mom and I have talked about um, the fact that I'm like, I'd never go back to Jamaica to live. I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. I am very American because I need, I'm, I'm very much like, I want my stuff today. I want it now, you know, and we're really, we're really the only country I think that is so just, uh, we have to have our, our, you know, needs met immediately so i'm like i need my amazon prime i need my stuff to get here either tomorrow or the next day um i need to be able to call you know and and if i need to make a phone call to a company know that i'm going to get somebody i need to it's just it's different we move so much faster than other countries just in the terms of you know our appetite with with being online or just having things you know my way right now all that stuff so I know that there would be, uh, I would have to give up a lot of convenience to live in other countries. So like in Jamaica, you wouldn't necessarily, like, you know, we're used to central, you know, uh, uh, HVAC. Well, they mm -hmm. don't, you know, it's, it's a luxury out there for you to have the AC and it's extremely expensive. So I'm like, yeah, no, that's not even an option for me. That's a given, you know, that's, <laughs> I can't not be able to have the AC running all the time or whatever. But yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I honestly, while I was in Canada, thought about, wow, this would be kind of a cool place to live, like to, to go in summer in Canada during the period where they're not covered in snow. <laughs> so, yeah. 
because I'm like, that's the only drawback for me. I hate cold weather and I hate, I don't want to be in snow. And I know that I generally don't leave the house, but it's still the principle of it. I don't want to be at home and look out the window and there's like however many feet of snow outside, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, but Canada is like, you know, hashtag life goals or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Montreal for like three months out of the year or something. Because apparently the cost of living isn't too terrible there either. Um, but it, there are things that are certainly um, more expensive. So people who like live in Toronto will often shop in like New York and stuff because of how high the prices are um, for, you know, like clothing and that kind of stuff in Canada. So, but yeah, so other than that, I do live under a rock. Um, I still, you know, even though you and I haven't been in the same space for years, I still depend on you for like, if something's happening, um, you have to tell me, or at this point now, my, you know, my mom will say, oh, did you, did you hear such and such? I'm like, no, I don't listen or watch anything to know what's going on, you know, short of like my iPhone, you know blasting something saying there's something that's happening i don't know what's going on i don't seek it out i have enough stuff going on i mean how is it for you now that you're you're with kids all the time or i mean not really children but um how well informed are they yeah yeah so you did see the new spider-man movie though you totally weren't listening to me i asked you a question and you were like Whatever. Yes, I did see the new Spider-Man movie. It was. Well, I think it goes without saying that most people are not as even as well informed as you. And see, that's scary because I feel horrible. Like I'm getting dumber by the day, kind of thing, by not staying as informed as I should. But yeah, the Spider-Man movie. Oh, so good. I know you said you're gonna go see it, right? I saw it today. Oh, okay. So, well, that works out then. Um, what did you think? I mean, obviously, we're not going to give any spoilers or anything, right. but I will say that I appreciated so much um, the references to Iron Man. I yeah, really, the, the really opening thing was that. hilarious. Yes, that was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It was so, and I'm like, the way they did it too, I'm like, that is so true. That is high school, as I remember it too. I mean, not as cool because we didn't have as much of the, that technology, but yes, when they were starting it and they were playing that song, I was like, what the hell? I'm like, am I watching Deadpool or something? But, <laughs> but I mean, I, I genuinely enjoyed it. I it still made me miss the fact that the MCU is in a new phase. Um, but I was glad for the, what they did bring over from the previous. And so I was the most appreciative of the fact that the first major one outside of, um, I guess, did, did uh, Captain Marvel count as in the first phase of the second or just in the transition? Uh, Captain Marvel is technically part of phase three. And okay. In this Spider-Man movie, they, they consider the end of Phase 3. Okay. So I'm just glad that there was this, this continuation from the previous phase into this one. And it was, it was perfect that it was Spider-Man. And again, if it wasn't for the person, I forgot his name, unfortunately, the person who plays Spider-Man now, like when they had first, when the first one came out, I had no interest. I'm like, I've, I've been here, done that. We've had Spider-Man already. 
Um, but this really is different. He is, he is for me, Peter Parker. Um, yeah, I do like Tom Holland. That's his name. Yes, um, yes. And, you know, I, I wish that um, Zendaya was just playing a totally new character. And she is Michelle, which is a new character. But the fact that they also want to call her MJ. Right. You know, like Mary Jane. It's just like, right. just call her something. I mean, don't do the MJ thing. I just think that's, I don't see the point of it, you know? Well, I think it's only maybe just because of, you know, when you think Spider-Man, you automatically think, um, you know, him and Mary Jane. But, well, not necessarily. Though. The last two movies, the ones that were Andrew Garfield, you know, it wasn't Mary Jane. It was Gwen. Yeah, yeah. But I think maybe that's their homage to the original or something, maybe. I mean, just make her 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 own character, you know. (laughs) Um, But I did like her in this one a lot. Um, Yes. Romance was sweet. Um, I'm glad that, you know, they did what they did with those two characters in this one. Yeah. yeah, Well, and then, so I guess a mini spoiler, because it's not a huge one. It's not really about Spider-Man. With his best friend. I well, you know, the fact that they're all in high school and stuff and so much of what they did and all that, I'm like, oh my God, I totally remember that. So when he was in that relationship, as soon as that happened, like I knew it was gonna happen, I'm like, oh, that's gonna be over by the end of the trip. And yeah. I was I was just laughing afterwards because I was like, My gosh, this is like reliving that period of time for me. Um it was it was re- I mean it was really nicely done. And I know you are a Jake Gyllenhaal fan. I'm not a huge Jake Gyllenhaal person. Yeah. Um but he was he was they they cast it correctly for this one. Yeah. I, I liked the job he did as Mysterio and of course mm-hmm. I mean Julian and I, I don't know how familiar with Mysterio you are, but not so much. knew right from the beginning we we're like, okay, they're not they're not playing completely honest with us. Right. And I mean, I knew that his character that I was to, to expect something to change. Because right. I wasn't gonna buy just what I saw in the trailers. So Yeah. So I mean, you know, since I knew that I mean the 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 you know, quote unquote twist, you know, with him, you know, I was like, you know, I you know, anybody who had read any of the comics would know that, you know. But um but they still did some interesting things with it and with Stark's legacy. Um, I, you know, really, I, my biggest, the, the only thing that really bugged me, and this has been a problem, and um, we're going way back to the Tobey Maguire uh, Spider-Man movies, is how often he takes his mask off. Yes, that is true. Like, that is very true. The end, now, I'm not going to give anything away, but, you know, he's like having a conversation with someone on a bridge in daylight. <laughs> With the mask not on. Um, and there's a, like another point where he's just like, you know, sitting around whining. And so he takes his mask off, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's like, how do, how do you, and of course, you know, there's something that happens during the, the credits, you yeah. know, could, could change how this kind yeah. of situation would be handled in the future. But, oh yeah. Yep. And oh, yes, did you notice right. the guy who played J. Jonah Jameson? Did you notice him? J. Jonah Jameson, would you who? Who's that? All right. So in this version, um, they show him at one point. He's got like his own like talk show, and he's the one who breaks the information. Oh, the Bugle News. Yeah. Um. The yeah yeah yes yes okay right, so, no, sorry yes I do know. Yeah. Who you're talking about. The, the guy who's playing him is the same guy who played Jonah Jameson in the Toby right. McFarland. 
Yes, yes, I did. Okay, yeah. Just perfect. <laughs> like, he was always the perfect Jameson. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, start to finish, I thought it was the movie was done very well. But that's yeah. what you expect from Marvel at this point. You know that with these bigger um, Marvel movies, because I mean, I did see we did see Dark Phoenix, although I don't really kind of consider it Marvel, even yeah. though it is Marvel. Um, with big blockbuster ones, the fact that the graphics, the the storyline, everything is strong. I have never gone into one of them and been like, what the hell am I watching? You know, I've been very, very much uh, attentive the whole time and just completely lost in it during that period in the theater. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. The Easter eggs were interesting. Um, yeah. The very last one, because I think there were a total of three. Um, the my parents didn't know what was going on and so my brother had to be like yeah you you need to like actually watch the, the marvel movies because you know it's it's times like this where you know having seen the previous ones will you know make sense but um but yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed the movie i'm considering seeing it again um i don't normally see movies more than once in the theater but um i i enjoyed it so much that I may actually go see it again. I don't know if I'll go see it again in the theater, but um, I I am very because I love Quentin Tarantino movies. See, uh, um, yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood, I cannot wait. I'm going to see it opening night, even if I'm I, sure you are myself. I uh, I don't know if it's that I just don't get him and his his movie style because I mean you know I yes I saw Pulp Fiction. I don't think I, I think I may have seen one of the Kill Bill. See, to me, um, Pulp Fiction, everybody talks about Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is not one of my favorites. Yeah, um, I mean, and yeah, maybe that's why, because that's really my frame of reference of having seen one start to finish. That's a Tarantino the, movie. The Kill Bill movies, I've watched hundreds of times. Um, <laughs> to me, my all-time favorite one, though, is uh, Django Unchained. That movie is amazing. Him, I have not seen it. That Jamie Foxx is good, but to me, the real star of that movie is um, the guy who plays uh, King Schultz. Um, oh, I can't think of his name right now, but uh, he, he's won an Academy Award before. Mm -hmm. um, and I also like uh, Hateful Eight. Um, Which one was the one that was like, I think, wasn't it like it had Germans and... Or was that a Tarantino? Oh yeah, that was um, um yeah, that was uh oh yeah, it had Brad Pitt in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that one was okay. It's not one of my okay. favorites. Well, I mean so much so you don't even remember the title. So <laughs> Christoph Waltz played yes, I, yes. And I know right oh okay, okay. So he wasn't he in that one as well? He was. Yep, he's okay. at the beginning. Because yeah. that was that was why when you said his name, I was like, oh, I remember him from that, even though I never saw the movie, but and can't remember. Glorious Bastards. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, I've just I don't know. Tarantino has just never been my cup of tea, but maybe I just haven't given him enough of a chance. So when I saw when I've seen the trailers, because I go to the movies now pretty much every week. Yeah, we haven't gone in the past month just because of we were in you know Canada for two weeks and then my movie buddy was sick for two weeks. So um, I've been seeing the commercial, the trailers, but she she's like, yeah, no, 
<laughs> I was like, it. yeah. And you can, and, and like, um, I was with somebody when they showed the trailer for it the other day, and I was telling them, you know, it's actually about the Manson family murders. And um, really, they're like, really? And I said, yeah, because they mentioned that, like, the the character that's being played by um, uh, Margot Robbie, you know, that's Sharon Tate. And um, oh, okay. in the trailer, you also get a chance to see. Um, you know, she was married at the time to um, Roman Pol- Polanski or whatever. Yes, Roman Polanski. Yes, exactly. Thank you. And um, so you see him in the trailer as well. Um, and so it's it's about that. And I think that I think a lot of people who might go see the movie are not going to be expecting what it is. I think it's going to be a very probably vibe, very dark probably, thing. Yeah, I think it would be dark. I mean, most of his movies, if not all of them, are fairly dark yeah. um, but they, they so, show me in the trailer but they just don't call him by name right right yeah uh, i would not have known had you not told me so i mean yeah. you'll have to tell me if you liked it i mean again even if you like it i'll be like yeah it's a tarantino movie so yeah. um okay, but if I should... margot robbie is one of my crushes so oh yeah she is she is cool and of course you know leo and brad are, are crushes of mine but mm-hmm. so after you see it, you have to tell me whether or not it's worth me seeing and i'm not saying i'll see it in the theater but i'll find a way to <laughs> see it well yeah if you want to meet me halfway we can see it and record an episode you know watch it that would be cool we'll be like yeah, I mean, other... everybody else would be like Shh. and we'll be like do you mind we paid our time <laughs> we're recording a podcast Oh my gosh, that would be cool. So yeah, um, let's see. We are, I guess we're actually, oh, what, on an hour, if not more? Okay. Yeah, we, we've got, it's uh, been like an hour and 15 minutes. Wow, and I haven't even like, because I made like a little outline of things to like maybe discuss, and I'm like, wow, I didn't even actually cover everything, so that's pretty cool. I have some stuff for the next show. Um so again, we certainly appreciate everyone who is listening, has listened, who is a fan or who will become a new fan of the show. Um, we are going to be here typically on Thursdays, right? That's yeah. the plan anyway. And um, we do intend to, to still do this weekly um, until I guess we both have too much stuff going on. And um, But otherwise, if there's anything that anyone wants to... Um, have us talk about or anything just let us know um you can find both of us on twitter and nope. oh yeah no you're not anymore um, no, no, I, the, my only social media presence right now is on uh facebook, facebook. well we do still have our joint art in the stacks um twitter account it's still there well there you go. so visit us online at www um, oh, it would help if I remembered what it is. <laughs> I think it's blinthestacks.com, um, and you'll find um, links to our past episodes. And, you know, obviously now that we're kicking it off again, we'll be a little bit more active. Um, but until next time, this is LaToya, and this is Barry. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.